What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I make conga at the club, but I'll never stoop to your level. I may have hurt my back, but trust and believe I'll hurt your feelings harder. Ooh, that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) They were kind of themed, which I'm into. You guys, ooh, I'm feeling very sultry and sexy and sex phone operator. You sound sensual. Thank you. Are you good at phone sex? No. I'm also (laughs) one of those people, I have done like a little texting stuff, but I don't believe in like sending any kind of photo that could ever be, so I would do like, here's my dress on the ground. Like I would, (laughs) 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 Damien's headphones just fell I really would. I would like be like, oh "Oh my God, here's my (laughs) guy. It's just like, there couldn't be, it could not, I thought you were going to be like, I would send a picture of like my one breast but no. you were like my shirt my <laughs> skirt also like it would never be on the floor it would be like hung on a hanger be like i just took this off <laughs> no i literally <laughs> have done that dress, i've literally right? done that and then i get like a dick and i'm like this is not the same you guys it's <laughs> these girls i guess just choked onto grapefruit spindrift it's episode 345 had a little bit of a couple days off, um, Mi Madre was in town. So, guys, thanks for your patience with this episode being recorded IRL in the Clawfish first day of fall. Because I Googled when is fall and found out it was today. And, guys, I have fallen in love with this guest co-host since the day we first recorded AG 1,836 years ago. You know him as a producer, a writer, a bravoholic a podcaster whose new season of You Might Know Her From premiered this week with a certain Emmy winner we know as Cheryl Lee Ralph. Welcome back to the Clawfest and the people's people's couch, Damien Bellino. Damien, how are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to be here and in person at that Um, Thank you for the lovely intro. I'm really excited to talk about Housewives. Damien, I actually think I could cry right now. I'm so excited to record with you. And we're in person. We're in person. We've done at least one, maybe two Zooms since I've last seen you recording. But we did record once. Salt Lake was still on. We were drunk on champagne. It's maybe one of the only times I've ever seen you. Drunk? We'll say tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> a little tipsy, girl. The next time you come, because you're going to come record soon, I can feel it. Um, I'm already scheduling in my head when you're coming next, because there's so much for us to discuss. But we will have champs. Because remember back in the day, we used to record Tipsy Girl episodes where we would mm-hmm. pretend to have recipes yeah. for the Manzotini. So it would be like an Aperol Spritz orange in honor of Her Holiness, Caroline, Caroline Manzo, Manzo, my future mother-in-law, my current spiritual mother-in-law um thinking about Chris Mando. um but we used to get a little drunk and a little yelly mm-hmm. which I was mean, great and now we sober now we are sober but still get a little yelly movie yeah now we're because it's the morning time it's literally <laughs> noon which is 4 a.m eastern standard um Damien how are you happy first day of fall and second week of um a good solid Beverly Hills app things to celebrate things to celebrate I'm good I've just returned from a, a pretty much a whole week in Fire Island oh my god it was like a closing out of the season type of weekend so it was really nice 
And um, yeah, so I've lost my voice a little bit. Oh, oh yeah. Just, um, but it was all good. And now I'm happy to be in the crisp weather wearing a sweatshirt that someone left in my house. Oh my God. Ooh, who left it in your house? I mean, one of, one of my housemates, not like, uh, oh. not like a dalliance. Wait, but your housemate is your dog. Not in the, fi- not <gasps> oh, in the fire I- island. You met in your apartment. I was like, "What's happening?" No, no, no. This is a shirt um, from one Seth Platner. So um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I, I do agree that the last two episodes of Beverly Hills, at the time of this recording, have been excellent. And I just wish that like the whole season, sort of like was starting, had started more recently. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because I feel like it's a lot of lead up, and it feels like the season really hasn't started. Until Kathy's joined back because yeah. they've been planting so much between Kathy and Kyle. We've also got to see like the women. And I, I think that they have grown tired of Kathy's mm. sort of persona. Um, so and maybe that's because we knew the pe- those that have, those of us that like are really plugged into Housewives content and memes and like the social accounts and the podcast and all of those things knew about this Aspen fight. But like I feel like what ha- what is pre what is pre Aspen? You know what I mean? Like what was the season pre Aspen? I was thinking about this, and I, I don't... Sutton, Sutton carrying everything. Right, and saying terrible things about Crystal. I I don't mean to be, like, dumb. It just comes to me naturally. Was the beginning of this season Dorit's break-in? Was that... Is this still this season? Is that mm-hmm. still this season? I was thinking about that before you arrived and thinking, like, there's no way that's possible because that feels like literal years ago. That feels so long ago yeah it was the break-in and and then it was Sutton and Diana's like miscarriage fight and Mm. which feels weird to even it was the um it's some Sutton says something dark in Mexico like a lot of stuff very dark and problematic a lot of stuff happened that felt feels like non-starters I hope that however this Aspen to reunion like pipeline works that it's also not a letdown. Like, I hope that we feel satisfied that there's payoff. Well, part of the problem to me is that there are so many rumors and allegations, many of which being are being spread by the cast, that are online, that I feel exhausted thinking about the reunion, but I'm also hopeful, based on nothing, that some of this isn't true. I.e., the single most upsetting thing to me is that allegedly, and I don't know if this is true, and I believe that it's not true, but and this is not necessarily a big deal but a, to some people, but it is very much a big deal to me, that allegedly the cast, who are normally given, I think in a tale as old as time, screeners of the full season, even if it's the night before, two days before, so that they can prep accordingly for the po- for the podcast, LOL, for the reunion, allegedly didn't receive the last three episodes and are maybe just going to be shown clips or something. I don't think that that, I don't think that there's any way on in hell that that's true, aka it could be true. Yeah, I also saw that. I mean, I generally am a person when it comes to gossip who thinks like where there's where there's smoke, there is fire. Mm. But, you know, it could be it could be really taken out of context. I mean, we also read a rumor one one season that Portia and when Portia's the the downfall of Phaedra, we had heard that like it came out that Portia slept with Apollo. And Do you remember? We, and that? we both were like so gooped and then it never happened. And like I don't know where that came from and if there something happened that wasn't shown that like suggested that, but like nothing that we were shown suggested that. At it was all. a random rumor that everybody started talking about in the lead up to the 
four-part Atlanta reunion, which made a lot of us think that something incredibly explosive was going to be revealed. And like, sure, something like terrible and terribly surprising was revealed, but it was not anywhere close to what we thought. Right. It was that Phaedra had started the rumor, which was not a surprise to many people. It was like, oh, right. of course, because who else would have started it? And she, yeah. Um, so yeah, with other, I feel like I've read a lot of rumors about the reunion and I don't love spoilers, but sometimes that's like I can't help myself, especially with mm. Housewives, because I feel like it happened. It's not like a scripted series. It's like it happened already. So it's just like me. I don't know. I don't know why, but I, I can justify it somehow with reality shows. And so I am curious to know what is true. Like, did they really – is it because they're still editing the episode? Is it because they're still trying to figure out how to piece together um, Bravo and Cocktails, which you got me, like, hooked on. Oh, shout out Bravo and Cocktails. So they posted, that, like, in their next episode of their podcast, they're going to talk about, like – because people are saying, why didn't Lisa Rinna, if she was in the car with Kathy, like, obviously – Many are suggesting or positing that it was a calculated move for her to to go home with Kathy, drunk Kathy. That was it was angry. a calculated move on behalf of Rinna being yeah, a calculated be, being like, I'll go home because like she's having a meltdown and this is like maybe my way to whatever, make something happen. Yeah. But people are saying like, why didn't she record anything on her cell phone? Why didn't she like record a voice note? Like, why is there nothing? Like, why was there no camera in the Sprinter van? Like, even if production had shut down because they went into an after hours club that wouldn't let them come. Like, why didn't Rinna... Oh, that's what it was. Why didn't Rinna shoot something on her phone so that they could have audio or whatever? Blair Bitch Project. And Bravo and Cocktail said like, we talk about this on the newest episode, like why there's no recording. And so I want to know like, is there going to be something? Is there not going to be something? Like, did Rinna shoot something? Is the, is it because um, Bravo is catering to Kathy mm. Holton and therefore whatever was recorded will not be included? And that's what Rinna, I know she has been spiraling. I mean, I am interested in the dynamics and I'm jumping all around here, but I love it. Erica in her little like paper moon sun hat in the billiard room or whatever was like, <laughs> Rinna is scared to go after Kathy. And like, I think that's a valid thing. Like I'm into talking about the idea of coming for the Hilton family and how that's a losing battle. I just, and I do think that Bravo is invested in Kathy because she's, people like her better than they like Rinna. Like that's just, that is, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I mean, we've seen a lot of, I think we've seen a lot of great women, like, I'm sorry, like a lot of fan favorites, like crumble, not like crumble to the fans, but we've seen them look bad, right? Or am yeah. I wrong? No, it's I, the second season curse. It applies to friends of. I guess I'm just trying to think of like, you know, was Bethany protected in those early seasons or whatever? Or like, was Nene protected in her early seasons? Like the show eventually turned on Nene. It eventually turned on Lisa Vanderpump. It's turned on Teresa. I guess it's turned on Bethany. She looked like a total asshole the later seasons, even if she was like the richest and most famous, you know? So like, is, is Kathy Hilton? Teresa. Yeah. Teresa. I mean, the show is certainly not invested in making Teresa only look good. I do think that some people are probably like, um, recently Wendy, Dr. Wendy was on something and said how, I can't remember who I'm sorry, but she said something about that. Giselle, there was stuff about Giselle at the Potomac reunion mm. that was like left on the cutting room floor. And that like, and some and the I think it was Danny Bellagrino and he was like, did um, you know like, can you tell me what was said? And she was like, no, because Candace brings it up again this season. Um, so like, if it doesn't come out again this season, then I'll then I'll think that she was being protected. Mm. And I do feel like the show has the the network, the production companies, they have a vested interest in certain people who they know are fan favorites, a pleasure to work with, like bring bring it every season. And other people, I think that they are okay with them. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there's some expression like some other people like you know 
throwing themselves out to dry, you know? Like, I don't know that they're that worried about Lisa Rinna at this point. I think there was a time and place, though, where they that she was also an asset because she showed up and she was willing to do the thing. I don't know that Kathy is, like, showing up and doing the thing, but I think that her kookiness and her money add credibility to the show in a way that nobody else is. Like, nobody else is comic relief, really, and nobody else has the wealth that she does. No matter what – whatever Rinna was like – Kyle is more successful, richer, like more, she said more successful and more famous than Kathy Hilton is. And I was like, I think that's not true. Like in a subset of the world, she is more famous. She's certainly like a successful reality star and has parlayed that into a lot. But the idea that like Kathy Hilton is like not Kathy Hilton to me is weird. Rena is such a fucking flip-flopper though because she was so willing to be like, Kathy's got money last year when it was caviar pie and talking like she is... She's just is looking – She, if she didn't look so thirsty and advantageous, I would be more on her side. I am into her bringing it up, though, because it's making the season good. I mean, you're bringing up so many good questions. When it gets into what is a person's value, mm. I mean, the value is based on what? Typically, it's based on the measurement of being inside the Housewives universe, which is what Rinna is trying to apply. Like, they, everyone else in the cast is mm-hmm. still insisting that Kyle has center diamond energy, and that's not necessarily meeting up with the execution of Kyle's behavior on the show and maybe also her personality. Mm. And yet we're still applying that metric because Kyle is an OG. Kyle has found enormous success as Mauricio has in the investment of going on this show 800 years ago, which is what Rinna is trying to calculate. But in the world, Hilton is big. Peacock has a big investment in Hilton because of Paris in love. There are ways that you can look at who's more important, the full-time cast member or the friend of that doesn't necessarily meet in reality. I mean, Kathy saying, allegedly, Kathy saying that she made Kyle, to me, is kind of factually correct. (laughs) Kyle made a name for herself for many years by being the spokesperson for her nieces and going on all those shows that I was obsessed with watching on VH1, on E, when they needed someone to go on and speak on behalf of, you know, growing up Paris, growing up Nikki, whatever it was, Kyle was that person. So there's element of truth there. Kim and Kyle's um, credibility that they offered Beverly Hills, because it was like, it was, um, it was, uh, what the fuck is his name? Not Spencer Grammer. She went to college with me. Oh, hey, shout out Spencer. Um, Fellow what is, Mary what is, what is her dad's name? Whose dad? Spencer Grammer. Kelsey? Yes, thank you. <laughs> Housewives of Beverly Hills, though, when it first came on, it was like, you have Maloof money, you have Kelsey Grammer's, like, wife, and then you have these, like, former, one former child star and one former child actor who are the sisters to Kathy Hilton and right. the aunts to Paris and Nikki. Like, that is what their credibility is now, th- and their value. And their value—it's two what, different things. It's what—it's what the—it's sh- like what sets the show as having cred, as having real women from Beverly Hills, right. and then also, yeah, it's like what it also makes them valuable. Getting cameos from Paris over, or Paris like, once or twice, getting cameos from Kathy, and like also just getting to see like their proximity to that. So now, thirteen years later, however many years, we have Kathy on the show. Like I don't know. It just—it is. It's also just more interesting. Like. If the show, if the women of that particular group, um, like Kyle's friend click within the group, weren't so like uh, gridlocked in terms of like making stuff happen between them, 
I don't know that we would all feel so protective of Kathy, but like we're watching yet again Rinna and Erica, and maybe by proxy, I think Kyle in some ways, come for somebody who's not within that group, you know? And it's like, we're, I'm sick and tired of that. It's boring. It's like, Kathy maybe said, like, faggot, and that's never going to make it to air, because that's, like, a bit... Sorry, Sarah just flinched. I can say that. But, like, I've heard that she maybe said some really bad things. I don't know if we will ever hear about that. Or, and, like, I don't know. Like, part of me is... Of course, it, like, it matters, but also... Lisa Rinna is, like, so invested in taking down someone because she wants to keep her job and is so not willing to, like, talk about her best friend and her legal problems or, like, talking about whatever. Like, let's talk about Dorit's money. Let's talk about, like, Kyle and – or Dorit and fucking Mauricio having an affair on the show. Like, let's talk about that rumor and where it sparked. You know, like, that would be the tea if, if Lisa Rinna sat down with Garcelle and said, girl, I just read on – I'm having, like, the worst problem with words. Redbubble? That's not what it's called. What is the place that released... Reddit? No, what is this who, um, that Lisa Vanderpump allegedly released? Radar? Radar. <laughs> Did you Red, buy a t-shirt? Redbubble online. I'm going to buy a t-shirt. But, you know, if, like, Rinna sat down with one of those women and was like, they're saying that Dorit is having an affair with Mauricio. Can you imagine what we would be watching? I'm, I don't even believe that that's true necessarily, but I would gag if Rinna turned on Kyle and just talked about that on camera, turned on Kyle and Dorit. They're not doing that. So, like, now they're coming for weird Aunt Kathy, who I'm sure is a terrible person in – because we all are – We're all bad people. We're, we all To are, varying degrees. We're all multifaceted. And, like, yeah, the moral – What is the moral compass? Lisa Rinna? LOL. Well, LOL. She tried to choke Kathy's sister one year and said, come for my husband and broke a glass in her face at a restaurant. And said Kim was going to die any day. Cool. Um, And so, like, that is what is the LOL, I think, to me, is that – we're trying to argue that, like, this behavior from Kathy is worse. Also, and I know you've talked about this a bit, or not a bit, a lot, in the like, like, most recent episode on the Patreon, I think, and then also your most recent regular episode, but, like, about this, this is family, and, like, I have five siblings, I have, mm. and, like, Kathy is, I think, a, a bit older than Kyle, like, significantly, you know, so, like, she maybe was, is, like, 10, 11, 12 years older than Kyle. I mean, I have siblings that, like, that much older, like, we still have their stuff, you know, it's, like, the stuff is – I feel very close with my siblings. I we don't fight a lot, but I do feel sometimes when I'm with them that, like, I am 13 and they are 21, you know? And, like, our dynamics are still that where, like, they view me as a young person and that, like, I'm, like, I am the only one who doesn't live in the state. And I am the only one who, like, doesn't live 15 minutes from our mom. Like, all of these things that, like – but I am still treated like a Child. idiot, you know? So I don't doubt that there is knowing the – mythology around Big Kathy and the ways in which she made the three of them hustle, the ways in which, like, Kim, like, basically provided for the family for a long time, the way that she allegedly groomed the three of them to find rich men to marry, and that Kathy and Kyle obviously both succeeded in that and part. Kim for and a Kim did for a certain period as well. Yeah. Like, I know that there's probably a lot of trauma. Everyone, we all have trauma. We all have families, maybe. You know, it's like, I just feel like it's the idea of taking that stuff I don't know that I'm even mad at for Lisa Rinna taking it. I think I'm just mad at, like, the idea that it's so preposterous, you know? Yeah, I mean, oh my God, Damien, I feel like this episode uh, sorry, is I feel at like a I'm... 1,000. I'm so into it. You're making so many great points, and I'm just trying to remember in my head. Please interrupt me. I'm sorry. I'm, no, I feel I like can't. I just came I can't. From, no, from you're, a circuit you're, party. And I'm on my third and a half caffeinated tea, so I'm, like, literally losing my mind. I'm absolutely mid-spiral. But I think there are two things that I, I would love – to um respond to one is the idea of 
conspiracy theories, mm. which I want to circle back on. But first, you referenced a Patreon episode that went up this past weekend where I spent a literal hour focused solely on talking about the dynamics between the Richard sisters. And I got a lot of satchels and guys, as you know, in the AG um, world, satchels of gold named in honor of Her Holiness Kelly Clore and Ben Simone from Scary Island are your thoughts and feels, questions and concerns that I typically receive on Instagram at Dean Galley throughout the week. And brevity is not my friend. I love getting 900 page satchels of gold. Do not apologize for sending me these long messages because I absolutely am obsessed with them. So I unpacked several responses and it was interesting to get responses from AGs with siblings reacting Mm. to the way that this narrative is being shown about whatever Kathy did. And I want to say that absolutely do I think something major happened a hundred percent thousand percent am I able to illustrate or characterize when something goes from like a tantrum to an incident I am not do I think she was feeling hot prior to them going to the caribou club one thousand percent I think Kathy was feeling disrespected annoyed frustrated you know her leaving the um hat party or whatever you would call it she was some the temperature had risen to a certain extent in the hours prior which is when you kind of know that someone could potentially blow yeah I think that like it's they always talk about the trips because you're filming like 24 hours or whatever you know they're just filming a lot longer I think together and they always talk about people breaking and I think we saw it last season with Crystal with like her third or fourth day of filming it was I think her second day of filming and she went on that trip and had like a terrible experience and I think that we saw it with Diana I'm not justifying her behavior but I feel like there was almost like production talk when she said she when she said that Sutton was a see you next Tuesday and then later the next day while they were snowmobiling Sutton was like I didn't do anything and Erica was like that wasn't about you she was just exhausted and had gotten to her and Sutton was like I didn't do anything she was like it wasn't you and I think what she's saying is like being on camera for 13 hours with seven people that are not your actual family or friends is exhausting. And so I think that Kathy was like, it's elevation. She felt fucking annoyed and frustrated, maybe by her sister, maybe by her coworkers, but also just like the production of it all. Like she was like, I don't want to play this game with Rinna. Right. And also speaking of games, I think that there is still an idea that many of us have that when we get older, we let things go. Mm. That has not been my experience. That's also not been my experience of like in conversation with my parents. My parents' personalities are very different. I've had extensive conversations with my father, for example, not speaking on his behalf, who has a lot of feelings about what was a very traumatic childhood. He carries that with him. I carry experiences that I have had from traumatic interactions, whatever, with me at spiritually mid-20s plus, people carry those interactions and roles with them into adulthood. It would be great to think that the child and sibling I was when I was 15 is very different from the way that I perform sisterhood at spiritually mid-20s plus. It would be wonderful to think that that's not the reality. So when we talk about what happened, what Kathy did, at the the characterization that Lisa Rinna, who's trying to bury all of her bad behavior behind grief, is applying to Kathy. The idea that this is a woman, a grand woman of society. Sure, there are elements of that that I absolutely believe how 
how frustrating and confusing and scared Rinna may have been. I'm not going to take that away from her. But the idea that there are interactions between sisters that are toxic, the idea that that's insane because Kathy is a woman of society, Rinna knows better than anyone the way that the Richard sisters interact because she has manipulated it, exacerbated exacerbated it and to me preyed on that for a number of years so like and I and in those satchels that I unpacked on Patreon I got messages from people who were like we I fight with my siblings like cats and dogs I don't do that I'm a different person I react to volatile situations differently based on my own experiences I'm not going to get into there have been a, a spare number of times that I have genuinely raised my voice to scream at a family member. It hasn't worked out for anybody in, in the end. So the idea that like for some of this, for some people, having a drag out fight is normal. I'm not going to criticize that or look askew at that. It just hasn't necessarily been my experience. But the idea of performing roles because you're triggered in a moment or you don't feel appreciated, just sibling to sibling makes a lot of sense to me, which is why this whole dynamic is kind of weird because we've seen the ways that these sisters are dysfunctional. So the fact that this is being applied to the metric of housewives noting the permission slip that Rinna has signed for herself and the gaslighting that Rinna and Erica have done around Erica's shown poor behavior is wild to me. It doesn't make sense. I think that like bringing family dynamics to these shows that I think we've learned this from like Caroline and Dina, you know. I mean, oh my God, Caroline and Dina. Caroline and Dina. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think even Melissa and Teresa are not Jacqueline. sisters. Jacqueline and her sisters-in-law, you know, like uh, the we never saw the twins dynamic get get rocky. The fake cousins on Salt Lake who discover they were related at a cocktail <laughs> party, and we're going to see them fall apart. I just and think pretend that, that I matters. think that what happens is you put a magnifying glass over something that is, you know, I don't know that it's dis- a mold. It's a mold, and, and and it's what is it's what's it's a little bit toxic. Yeah, I mean, listen, family relationships are complicated. Um, but I think that what happens is you have somebody like Lisa Rinna trying to put a magnifying glass over it and say like this is fucked up and then you get the court of public opinion or you get the viewers on it makes kyle feel seen i think to be i think kyle the way that rena has always positioned this stuff with first kim and now kathy is like how awful you treat your sister who's the star of the show and my friend and i'm not saying that like it excuses kathy's behavior i'm certainly not saying it excuses kim's behavior on the show i'm just saying that like it makes kyle feel seen i think and therefore She's like, well, I'm not like I love my sister. This is what it is. But it's you have other people saying like this is a fucked up way to talk to your sister. And then Kyle's just like, it is fucked up. But this is how it's always been. But like, so she's resigning herself to her relationship with her sisters. But she's letting other people. She's not a person who is sticking up for her sisters in these situations. I'm sure there's examples where she stuck up for Kim, but it always felt like the gun was to her head at a reunion where she was like, okay, I'm coming back to my sister, but I've. But the whole season ran at this point, you know? And I'm not saying that she needed to. I'm not judging whatever her position is. It's just like Lisa Rinna is exploiting Kyle and Kyle's relationship to her sisters point blank. 
And I think Kyle has the right to react to it. Like, certainly, just because we're saying this is something that has existed seemingly since they were younger and still exists today, the tension between the three of them, the fact that there seems to always be someone on the outs, and we have witnessed because we've been with Kyle longer in total, certainly than the other two, that Kyle has often found herself isolated or is reacting or feels the stress of like caregiver stuff or whatever else is going on. We have witnessed, you know, the idea or the narrative of instances of poor behavior between these women. But the way that it's being described now, it is it was maybe more frustrating to me with last week's episode, thinking ahead and thinking, Kyle, why are you allowing Rinna to do this? But then it gets into this is a job. Mm -hmm. She's going to react to it. And she has the right to be upset. Like, I think I myself am going 10 steps ahead and thinking like, Kyle, this is not to be like, it's private. But like, Kyle, you know, this is complicated. Don't allow Rinna to make this into something that you know is going to fuck you up IRL. But also this is the environment of the show. So like, where do we, just in reacting to the show, draw the line between knowing that Rinna is being diabolical and manipulative, but also understanding that that's the role that Rinna has created for herself of like not talking about Harry Hamlin, not talking about the tension with her daughters that we know exists with at least one of them, like not asking questions of Dorit of like tabloid rumors that not holding Erica accountable like this. This is what she she stirs shit. So like, how do we find that line? Why are like we acknowledge that the line exists in our heads based on Rena's history and the history of the Richard sisters. But like, is that really fair to apply? Yeah, I mean, I think the answer is like it's fair game because it is story and because Kathy is a, is getting paid to be there. It's not like she's a family member that showed up and they're like, you know, squeezing the lemon so hard to get everything out of it because she's Kathy Hilton and it's like she didn't sign up for this. She signed up for it. So, yeah, it's fair game. But I think that Rinna is not a credible storyteller and her and her pulling in Erica and Diana as her like cohorts is n- not adding credibility you know, like, I feel like if Dorit, maybe she will end up on their side. It doesn't seem like it's, posi- it seems like it's positioned to the three of them splintering off to, like, take Kathy down based on the trailer. Based, right. Based on what we know. Based on this week's episode, based Erica. This- I'm not, I'm not going to be the only one. Like, there's going to be somebody else. Book, book. Rinna, book, book. Like, <laughs> like, I was like, what is she doing? And I was like, actually, I'm into it. Um, but yeah, I actually was into the chicken yeah, moment because yeah. Erica was like, what animal? <laughs> you could see the wheels spinning. But yeah, Di- yeah, but like Diana and Erica as your sort of co-conspirators, it's like, I don't know, girl. I feel like you should have, like, I mean, I guess she felt like she needed to go with the people that she could trust and she couldn't trust Dorit and she certainly couldn't go to Kyle. And she knew that, like, Garcelle and Sutton had no invested interest in trying to take down Kathy Hilton. So I guess my question for you based on all of this, is like, do you think, we know that Kathy comes to the reunion, do you think Thank fucking God. Kathy will return if there's the option to? And if so, do you think she'll be like, I'm going to be a full-time housewife? Because like, I already avoided, I try, like, I tried to avoid like seeing, you having to see other parts of me, but like, if they're going to try to make me a villain at the end of this season, then I'll come back full-time, put me in like the center adjacent to Kyle, I'll bring Paris, I'll bring a new friend who's, a, who's just as rich as me because 
I ask mm. them. You know what I mean? Like, does, is she going to feel activated to come back and clear her name the way that Camille, I feel like, did season two? Mm-hmm. Or is she going to be like, I did what I, I said, what I said at the reunion. There's, I'm just going to disappear from it for, for a while. So I thought she was maybe going to skadoodle. I was Same. honestly surprised that she showed up to Crystal's birthday. I was like, oh, okay. Same. Like there had to have been some sort of extensive conversation that happened. You just signed a huge contract that we waited for four months for you to sign. So get to the party. Yeah, and also knowing, you know, during the episode with Evan Real, he said that she was sending cease and desist yeah. to press outlets about what happened, which is like a whole other fucking conversation because as you said we heard different rumors Mm -hmm. that she had said something that was potentially she had potentially said something that was homophobic to someone at one point it was like oh does Sutton's assistant then Sutton's assistant said no I'm not then it was like the old DJ maybe then there was like maybe a DJ or something from the way that the women were telling the story something happened at the caribou club which lol if you can't get in for not having a jacket and like kathy might be throwing things against a wall i don't know how that works for kyle's membership but like something started she was upset possibly a conga line was involved and then she went back into the sprinter van back to the house and then it continued or exacerbated or whatever I don't know how much of this is going to be like of what actually happened is going to be the focus of the reunion. I also don't know how much of this conspiracy theory. Listen, conspiracies can be based in truth. The idea of like Kathy's influence and power relating to her relationship with like Bravo and Peacock or her relationship as a Hilton with a lot of access and a lot of resources, how that plays into how they're going to describe what happens. But I thought that she wouldn't necessarily come back. And now I'm like, maybe she might, because while the universe of social media is a very specific bubble, Mm -hmm. a lot of people are defending her and are on her side based on what we heard and what we're watching which makes me think that she could return, although I don't see her returning and being full time. I just don't see it. This is a, an, an, a lighter job potentially, although LOL for it being a light lift this season, but it's easier to kind of work around. There is more of an investment and a risk to being full time seemingly than being a friend of. I think that's a better fit for Kathy and a better, that is an easier risk to make to be a friend of. I do though want to acknowledge something that friend with the pod, Milk and Don't Call Me Honey, one of my favorite creators of art. We're looking at Not Bad for a Girl with No Talent, my favorite beloved Kim K print in the cloth. Um, And I have other prints of his throughout my apartment, but Uh, He said something on Instagram stories that I was like, oh, my God, I completely agree with this, even though I hadn't even seen the BH episode yet, which was, while I appreciate Lisa Rinna lying to create story (laughs) from thin air, I am simultaneously annoyed by it. If she were a pro, she would record Kathy in that sprinter van. So either she's a bad housewife or it didn't happen. Also, even if Kathy did all that, that's iconic. So no matter what, hashtag team Kathy which is something that you also addressed at the beginning of this episode, the idea of like, where's the video? And I just think from the perspective of conspiracy theories, 
Rinna is has discussed on social media conspiracy theories that she's trying to suggest or invent or pass along or communicate that like maybe a show producer was behind the body attack against Garcelle's minor child jacks to deter attention away from whatever happens with Kathy and Aspen that's not shown and I just think from the perspective of are you a good housewife like Rinna compared herself to LeBron James on Instagram stories this week but I think like LeBron James always shows up to play and Rinna not having anything and leaking rumors instead of evidence does not to me make a lot of sense for what she said happened and regardless, noting that I do think something happened that was very explosive. Totally. And while I do think that Kathy said a lot of shit about Kyle and probably referenced Bravo and Peacock. 100%. The idea that Kathy then went through a laundry list of the housewives and said shitty things, that's also entirely possible. But like the conspiracy theory here of why she is a moral wildebeest does not, to me, track with both Rinna's history as well as Rinna's investments, which make me think that there's an element here that, like, just doesn't vibe. Or there's something about it, the way that Rinna is positioning this, the glee that we're seeing the way that she has tried to insert herself into this by like fucking with Kathy for months on social media. There's something here that feels pernicious, <laughs> which is why I think that there is absolutely a high probability that Kathy could come back as a friend of and potentially a probability that Kathy could come back and not necessarily insist that Rinna is gone. Ciao, AGs. I am speaking to you right now from Rome, Italy, where I am having a little bit of a European adventure. While I love the city and have had so many unique experiences to historical sites, the Vatican, we went to the Pantheon earlier today, there was a little bit of a hiccup in the apartment that we're staying in. And while I really enjoyed getting to know Fabrizio, the owner of the flat, there was a little bit of a language barrier because I unfortunately do not speak any Italian, even though I have watched The Sopranos all the way through at least three times. And this is where Rosetta Stone comes in. What would have helped me enormously in traveling abroad would have been brushing up, also known as entirely learning, the language of Italian. It could have broken down barriers and conversation with Fabrizio. And I also think speaking the language of the place that you're in is a sign of respect to the locals. It's also the ability to fully immerse yourself in the experience. And me not knowing any Italian, apologies to my grandpa Reno, who did make pizza from scratch, it would have been an incredible and even more incredible memorable experience. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, that's right, German, Chinese, and even more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in so many ways. There are no English translations, so you can really learn, listen, and think in that language you want to learn. It's designed for long-term retention, which is especially helpful for me because while this is my first trip to Italy, I really truly hope it won't be my last. 
The lifetime membership that Rosetta Stone offers has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses that Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Ciao. Hey, AGs. Are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home, just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villarosa, obvs. Introducing Home Threads, where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. Chic furniture, one could even say chic c'est la vie, that mirrors the elegance of your favorite housewives' mansions. With exclusive designer collections and a curated selection, HomeThreads.com has everything you need to make your space as fabulous as the housewives themselves and always at the best value. Unlike Joe Gorka's initial attempts at windows, perhaps. Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing, but nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkel's clad 10-piece stainless steel cookware set in silver that I got along with a two-piece stainless steel ceramic nonstick fry set from Zwilling thanks to Home Threads. It makes me feel like I am finally ready to be a Top Chef one egg over easy at a time. They're gorgeous. They look great in the apartment. For someone like me who lives in New York City which with a very small space, what I have in my kitchen is important because guests who come to visit me see it. And I'm so, so thankful to have discovered Home Threads because now I feel fully prepared to make eggs a la Francais. Head over to HomeThreads.com today and live your best Real Housewives life. Go to HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls and get a code for 15% off your first order. Again, that's HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls for a 15% off code off your first order. HomeThreads, love where you live. For sure. I was actually just going to say that I have been sort of sick of Rinna. And of course now I feel, mm. I, don't, I don't know that I, I don't like her, but I feel excited because I feel like she's Kenya Mooring. She like, is like, I'm a great housewife and I'm making the story happen. But I think this, I think like I'm okay keeping her if I'm okay, if I'm allowed to continue to think that she's an asshole and she like, you know what I mean? Like I, if she shows up like this and had showed up like this for the whole season, um, if, if this truly is the thing that shakes the dynamics of the group, Cool, you know, it's like the cast is so bloated, though. That is, and I'm not mad at a big cast. It just feels like, up until this point, up until there's real tension now between the women of the group, between Erica and Kyle after their blow up, and now between Rinna and Kyle theoretically because Rinna is driving story between mm. Kyle and her sister. I feel like we've just been watching sort of the same thing on a loop for the last three years mm-hmm. um so yeah i sort of think that there's a version where i think there's two versions one is like she doesn't come back and she disappears from like the public eye for like a year 
And the other is... Meaning Kathy. Kathy. Or the other is that she does come back and, yeah, that she, whatever, she decides which, how she wants to come back. I feel like if Kathy said she wanted to be full-time, they would gladly let her be. But I don't know that she would want that because, yeah, it's a bigger commitment. But, you know, like, Kathy being like, I'm coming back and I want Kim as a friend so that I have an ally, you know, or like... Oy. I Yeah, I know. I mean, I'd scare for Kim's health, honestly. But um, I don't know. I think that I'm interested now because it finally feels like there's stakes. And the stakes are... That whatever they do to Kath, to fuck with Kathy because they want to have storyline and they want to save their jobs. As Kathy Hilton shared a post this morning that was about, like, Rin is doing all of this to save her job at Kathy's expense. I don't think that's incorrect. But the, the problem or, like, the caveat or the casualty, rather, is that Kyle is affected by Rinna's antics. Like, this isn't Sutton. So, like, it's not an isolated thing where it's like, this is my friend slash co-worker who I'm awful to, and I, of course I don't want Rinna to take her down, but, like, this is a show. It's like, it's her sister, it's her blood, it's her sort of, like, out-of-touch sister who is, like, being manipulated maybe when she's vulnerable and, yeah, I don't doubt awful. Um, it's being mined for story, and so I think that is interesting. Like, now Kyle has three different examples, like two seasons with Kim and now a season with Kyle where this person... Kathy. I'm sorry, two seasons yeah, with you got Kim it. and then with Kathy, yeah. where her quote-unquote very good friend has really, like, gone for the jugular. It's like, if I'm Kyle, I'm like, fuck off, Rena. Like, you're not a good friend. Well, that's the thing, is that I felt that more last week than this week, where I was, like, still thinking that, but also thinking, okay, I get, based on how everyone else was describing the incident, like, I understood more why this needs to be discussed. Of course it does. But there is also that element of, like, Kyle feels like she needs a defender and maybe a defender on TV because she doesn't feel like she has that in her sister. She doesn't feel like she's treated as an equal or she's respected or she's valued or she's understood or whatever. So I think there is not like a masochistic part of Kyle, but there is a part of Kyle that's like, finally someone is standing up for me and they're doing it on television. They're doing it on my platform. They're doing it in my world where I feel like I have more power that's and control. So there is that. But there is also the element of like, Rinna may have short-term memory, but many of us do not. And to think about the fact that a scene is being filmed with Rinna and your older sister, and you know where this is going to go. And she said like, go ahead, take her home. Huh? You mean when she was at God, when you mean when Rinna was the one I was like, I'll take. No, I mean in the scene that was going to be filmed and shown on the probably the end of next week's episode oh. or the one following the actual like interaction. I'm not thinking. No, I'm thinking in the caribou club. Shit was going down. Kyle was uncomfortable and probably upset crying into, you know, Kendall Jenner's 818. Like she's she needed to be consoled or whatever or didn't want to participate or whatever. And Kathy left. And maybe Rinna was genuinely like lol genuinely but maybe Rinna was the only one or was like I get it you're upset I'm gonna take you home and then whatever happened happened but the idea of filming that scene it gives me shades of oof you're so angry which does make me very uncomfortable because Rinna knew she was going to reference Denise sending cease and desist or whatever and was going to fuck with her and the idea it's like very unfair of me to say this but there is something very it's so unfair of me to say this and obviously we you guys we know Kyle is in my top five but there is something that just like oh, this is a terrible use of the word, creeps me out that Kyle is participating in this dynamic, which isn't fair, by the way, because like Kathy is the one who behaved poorly in Aspen. Sure. Kathy is the one, Kathy has herself to blame 
in many ways also, for Kathy this being discussed. Kathy signed up for the show. You know what I mean? And Kathy signed up for the show. And Lord knows, based on the years that Kathy and Kyle and Kim elements in different portions of it didn't speak signifies that Kathy was aware of what was at risk. And Kathy had a meltdown, as many people do, and said crazy things. And like, should she be held accountable for saying that? Yes. But the idea of this scene and Rinna LOL mediating it because she was the witness is fucked up to me because we know the way that these sisters interact. And it's like, why couldn't the two of them film? I promise you why that, couldn't that it have happened? didn't want that to happen and was like, no, who else can be there? Can Kim come? Can Garcelle be there? Because she didn't want it to be that, but... Yeah, but but there's the the problem is that nobody else allegedly unless we're bringing production in like, was a witness. Nobody else was a witness, and yeah, I and production was allegedly not there. I mean, how could they not mic that house like fucking Big Brother? I can't. It was so small. The also, bunk beds. Also, I have to think that like part of what bed. Kathy was mad about is like at production, you know, like so I feel like there's a version where like a producer was like drinking with them too. Like I don't know. It just I just I don't know. I guess I don't know. It just seems not plausible to me that. There was nobody from production like drinking with him at the Caribou Club that nobody could be like, I'll take her, you know? So like part of me thinks like maybe someone else was in, I don't know. And then they just can't acknowledge it because like, I don't know. I just don't kind of don't believe that like the only the cast went out, you know? And there is to me a problem with trying to characterize Kathy and they're all fucked up. They're all complicated, but like equating this with what Erica has done, with what Erica is alleged to do, and saying it's now Kathy's turn and equalizing it and trying to say this is worse is weird to me. And it makes me angry. The work that Erica and Rinna are doing right now, regardless of it being like LOL part of their job, makes me annoyed. I am annoyed by it. It makes me feel like Kathy said shit that was terrible, blah, blah, blah. I want you to die. You're a stupid cunt. Whatever she said, I'm going to drag you. I'm going to own you. I'm going to like put you on like last year's prod and then burn it to the ground. Like whatever she said, I I don't disbelieve that she said bad things. But to equate it to everything else is so stupid. And it just makes me nervous for the reunion. I just want to say like and with Dorit there saying whatever the fuck she wants to say, I just... I don't know. I'm not sure. I think what's interesting is like the way that the women behaved with Denise was sort of like, you're lying, you're lying, you're lying, you're lying. And I think that a lot of folks, a lot of viewers kind of thought maybe Denise was lying, but at a certain point, if someone someone says like, no, then like it's not your job to hold that person's feet to the fire. And also like not once, not twice, but like for 10 episodes. So during the you're so angry scene, it felt particular. It felt like production was turning on her too because they were acknowledging the cease and desist she had delivered to NBC Universal. Mm. Um, but also, it just felt like kicking a man while they are down. It mm-hmm. felt like punching down, and mm. that is what the Fox Force whatever sort of have done since. Was it Denise? For, no, it was I guess Vanderpump, which felt different because she was at the top of the heap of the show. Denise was never top of the heap of the show. Was she a real movie star opposed to Rinna or uh, Eileen or even Garcelle? Like, yes, Denise, like, was an A-list, A-minus movie star for a period of time. So, like, she came in with cachet, but they were punching her down in the universe of the show. She had never reached the same the status of any of them. She was, like, two, on two seasons. And I feel like with Kathy, it's like she is, like, A-list in Beverly Hills, but on the show, she's, like, the goofy friend of. She's not, like, center storyline. So, again, it feels like you're watching 
four people gang up and punch someone down. Yeah, and also, like, that is the thing is that they're towing the line because they're annoyed at her for being able to be successful at being kooky, but they're also saying you're the grand dame of BH. The dude, I just want to, like, say, like, sidebar, I think that Garcelle and Denise are on the same page as far as, like, career success. I like, mean, I think based Garcelle on just was... my own reactions to when Garcelle joined, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they got Garcelle. I feel like, like she's a huge star, and I feel like she's for sure, like, a black famous, like, was a, is, like, a black A-lister, but I just feel like Denise was in, like, was a Bond woman and was, like, married to Charlie Sheen. So, like, it was just a different level of, like, hmm. mainstream, like, A-lister, I think. I, I hear you. But, I hear you. But I think that they... I don't think they felt threatened by Denise, but then, like, when she was their storyline and she wasn't participating, which, listen, I'm sure it was fucking annoying. And, like, I was like, I believe that something happened. But also, she's saying no, and you're continuing to go, so now you're just being awful. And I feel like, not that that's necessarily what's happening here with Kathy, but it just does feel like, once again, we're watching these women pair up to, like, punch someone down. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, I guess we have Garcelle and Sutton hopefully to balance out those dynamics because it seems like they are in alignment with Kathy post whatever happens. At least the way the sofas allegedly are sat at the reunion. Yeah. And that's where, I mean, yeah. I don't know where Crystal falls. Well. She was confusing me in this most recent episode. Like her behavior being like, Rina, you're leaving? Was it really that bad? I like wanted her to ask more questions or like engage, get the other way. Like she, I felt like I was confused by, I wanted her to be more activated about it since Kathy is like her friend on the show, like in the universe. I wanted to know her opinion in the moment because she is and she seemingly was also IRL the, friends with Kathy. And she was at the Caribou Club. And she was at the Caribou Club. And on the after show, Crystal was like, oh, I was so upset. Or maybe she said it on the episode. I forget which. But she was like, oh, I was so upset to even see Rena leave. I didn't want to see that. I just wanted to, like, celebrate my birthday. And I'm thinking, like, ma'am, this is seemingly a huge moment. We don't want to. At your event, which I feel like gives you the power to be like, why are you leaving? Tell me what happened. Which is a fake real birthday. It is a real birthday, but it it is a set, like a Hollywood set style birthday party to film for the show. The majority of the guests, all of the guests, majority of the guests are your cast members. We want to get more info on why Rinna's sad. But like, what did you even think about Rinna leaving? How much of that was a fuck you to production for allowing Kathy to come back seemingly like nothing happened? And how much of that was Rinna being like, I just don't want to be anywhere near that woman? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm fascinated to know what happens at the reunion. I sort of always set my expectations, I guess maybe for all reunions, but especially for them, that it will be bad, <laughs> that it will be like disappointing. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping, like I think someone had alluded to on like in the comments somewhere, and I don't know where this is a reference to. They said that Garcelle and Dorit said on Watch What Happens Live that they still didn't know what was said. And like. What do you mean? In Aspen? Yeah. Like they still don't know what Kathy said. And I don't know if that's. How is that possible? I don't know if that's true. I don't. I, I didn't see that. I watched what, watch what happens live and I don't remember them saying that. But someone was like, they still don't know what was said. So like that doesn't bode well for what's going to happen at the reunion. And I'm like, I feel like the, is it real? Like get the fucking driver from the Sprinter van to like give a testimony then. Was it Kevin? Was it the guy from Salt Lake? Right. Are they flying him to different states to drive vans for cast members to explode? Like, but also does it. Okay. This is the thing. And I'm not just saying this because I am like definitely more on Kathy's side than Rena's in this. And this isn't fair of me to say it, but welcome to Andy's Girls. Like, does it matter what was explicitly said? What, like, genuinely? Yeah. 
the idea that who was it Garcelle and Dorit were on Watch What Happens and said I haven't seen that episode yet I need to that they were on Watch What Happens and said we don't even know what happened yeah sure of course they didn't because it was word vomit it didn't mean it was the most cruel and cutting and harmful things a person could say about another person that probably Kathy doesn't know because she was probably out of her body angry like have I done stuff have I said stuff like that on Andy's girls that I don't even fucking remember five seconds after has probably happened a dozen times over the course of filming this episode. You know, when you're speaking stream of consciousness and there's anger or frustration there or hurt or rage and also a relationship with your sister, sisters, that's kind of fucked. Are you going to say a lot of bad stuff? Yes, of course. But why does it matter? Like, what are we trying to get at here? Is Rinna trying to say, Rinna has the right to describe what happened. This is explosive. We should be talking about it. But when it comes to what we haven't seen yet, the to be continued of that scene with Kyle and Kathy and Rinna, and also what Rinna is trying to say on social media, it seems like Rinna is trying to say, to answer my own question, that that Kathy is bad. Mm-hmm. Why does that matter? Why are we pretending that Kathy is a worse person person than Erica Jane are we pretending that Kathy is a worse person than all people (laughs) are we pretending it genuinely though are we pretending that Kathy is a worse person than everyone else in the cast why do why does that matter I think that they are have, have vested interest in making the audience know that Kathy is not only the kooky character that she is on the show like they have a vested interest in making sure that the, the goodwill is not all, all on her side because I'm sure Kathy, like, contains multitudes, like, and I'm sure there's a Ramona Singer in her. She's a very rich white woman and has been very rich and for famous. a very long time with very – who is famous and then has two very famous – one very, very, very famous daughter. Like, we know that things happen in her relationship with her kids. Like, I just think that – the idea that Kathy is some sort of pious, like, goofy comic relief and only that, like, that she is only so like, also Sonia Morgan is not only Sonia Morgan. You know, like, there's facets to many people. Like, Sonia is not only the comic relief of a group of women, but that's maybe what we see primarily. Mm-hmm. They seem to have a vested interest in making the audience know that this happened so that the audience will know that Kathy is not that. That Kathy is not just, like, hunky-dory, toe And it's like... They, but, and it's because they were trying to, and as Kathy reshared that story, and like, good for her. I hope that Paris is controlling her phone or something. But like, that she shared that thing that was like, Rinna is just like desperately trying to save her job by taking Kathy down. It's like, that is what's happening. Like, they all feel threatened by the new women who are scoring well with social media, which is like, you know, it's like we've watched, they are like mad that Sutton, they're like, everyone, every time they're like, some, watch what happens live, they were like asking Dorit. Do you think that the wimp that you guys bully up on Sutton more than others? And she said no. And Garcelle was like, "Are what? you kidding me?" And she was like, "I just think." And you know, and Sutton or Garcelle was like, "It's been three years, and it's like the same thing. It's like everyone's always mad at Sutton." And Andy was like, "You don't feel like you're harder on her?" And Dorit said, "No." And I just think that they <sighs> have a vested interest in making sure that those. And I think they like Garcelle the most, but I think that they have a vested interest in those three women, like not being like they don't want they're not willing to give over the goods like they don't want them to be the center diamond and i feel like that's that they're not on the right side of history because to me there's a vested interest and for sure garcelle and kathy hilton you know it's like 
the one of the they don't know and they have to get on the right side or and maybe they will maybe they will all fall apart i feel like there are rumors that they are going to fall apart at the reunion i don't trust them because i feel like we've heard it before i feel like if anything rena maybe will turn on kyle or kyle will turn on rena so that they you know well there have been so many rounds of rumors of like what happens and like somebody how are walks the women off preparing? special guests Who cares about walkers are so good yeah and jamie allegedly but then there was like a blonde so people were saying there was a blonde guest and they were like it's paris hilton it's kim richards it's Denise Richards and I was like there's no, no way there's no way there's no way so Jamie Lee Curtis yeah and then it was there's Jamie Lee Curtis does allegedly make a cameo that's like the big surprise which to me is a very bad indicator for the reunion totally we it's don't a, it's need a, it it's a commercial for a movie that's going to also stream on Peacock oh I forgot about that that's exactly what it is yeah it's a movie it's oh a that uni- makes it's me a feel uni- better if they it, didn't have a choice it's a universal property and and great and Jamie Lee's going to make an appearance for a segment Damien that makes me feel so much better I thought it was a creative choice and I was annoyed I was like we don't need this right now but if it is their own like marketing Remember thing last year, i it was like that it was like kyle running out of her house to get ready for the reunion Mike, michael oh, myers that was behind her. so bad and then they were like is that you kathy yeah that was terrible um it makes me nervous for the reunion but like what happens if these women don't get it what happens if they are saying as dorit said we don't treat satin more harshly noting that at that point Dorit had already filmed the reunion that's not a great indicator totally if Dorit hasn't by the end of the reunion understood what so much of the audience feels through the vessel of Andy that makes me nervous unless that is a value asset that she's so blind to it that she doesn't understand because we don't have like even numbers right now but we could maybe that's something but it makes me feel like the reunion I actually feel say it makes me feel mm, about Dorit who I kind of have such a soft spot for but her and Crystal are both not good guests on Watch What Happens Live because when Andy will play a game like who's a better friend um, Erica or Kyle and Dorit will be like oh I don't know both of them and I'm like that's not the game no play the game the game is or like it'll be like I was like Rinna and Erica she's like I don't know it's like who has better style and she's like oh both are in their own way and it's like Girl, no. That's not how the game works. And also, like, you're not an A-list celebrity. So, like, you have to answer because you are famous for being on this show. So you have to play along with the show that facilitates your show. So it doesn't make me feel great about Dorit if she can't – she needs to have a position. Like, I feel like that is what everybody needs to come in to a reunion with. And especially if you know that, like, you're on the chopping block because your alliance is, like, is fatigue. There's fatigue with your alliance. They need to come in and be like, Kyle and Dorit – or against Erica and Rita and that and then we can start a new season knowing the dynamics have shifted and like what does a month and a half or two months off look like when we start filming and Dorit and Kyle don't like Erica and Lisa anymore I'm invested in that but I'm not invested in Dorit being like I can understand both sides and like no we don't have time we don't have time I need Crystal and Dorit and like they they can come back but they need to be on friend of contracts and they can earn their diamond and if they're flops and they can either get cut out or they can have be friends of like Cherie who had her best episode with signing that car with a highlighter. But, like, I feel like it was a total loss to the season. I was like, she seems fun, but, like, was good in her first episode and was good in this one, but, like, has basically not been a presence. Like, that's good, I guess. She didn't get a diamond and she didn't earn it. But, like, I need Kyle and – I need Dorit and Crystal to have a fire lit under their ass to say, like, do you want to be on this show or do you think that you're entitled to be on this show? Nobody is entitled to a check. Like – Get them on that fucking Luann track where she had to earn her fucking... And came in hot. She came in hot. She was a great season. She was a, one of her best her seasons. And, her and Sonia both were on Friend of... Or whatever they call it. Like, they were it on, like, different a... Different seasons. Per, yeah. It was like, yeah. you have to earn your apple. Right. And they both did it because they delivered. And I th- just think that that is what... Yeah, that is what I need. I need to see those types of stakes. Um, whether it's behind the scenes money stakes or whether... I mean, I feel bad that, like, the family stakes is 
are part of it only because it is fair game. But just because Rinna, I when, I, when you think about all of the times that Rinna has either been on the end of the sofa or been in hot water, it's never been about her business, her husband, her, yeah, her like job on days of our lives or whatever. Her kids. Her kids, affairs, rumors. It's always been about Yolanda, Kim, Kim, Kim and Brandy. Um, Denise. Denise, Lisa Vanderpump, and Kathy. So that is where I like when when Erica says like the the whatever changes you know like it's always somebody's turn the game always flips on you whatever she said yeah I think it's a salient point and like I don't think she's wrong and I think that the show becomes I have a friend who always said um, shout out to Michael but he always said shout out Michael the like the show every season is about the downfall of one woman that is not entirely untrue when you think about seasons like it's there's always one person who's in the hot seat answering for whatever whether it's about rumors whether it's they're going through a huge life change whether it's because they are at the center of conflict with many people and i think that like lisa rinna has been on this show for like eight years and she has she's been in the center of drama but never no one's ever come for her and like i would argue the same for kyle except that people have come for her sisters and their relationship you know like no one's ever i guess i guess vanderpump came for her marriage with and brandy with the tabloids yeah but like no one has ever come for Rinna, the closest we got was Kim, and Rinna tried to strangle her and throw a glass at her, which, don't <laughs> worry, they did not um, give a trigger warning or, you know, ostracize her the way that they made Monique and, like, Candace, like, mm. the way that they put those women in, like, and, like, Portia, who also got demoted for a season, but throw a glass, girl, try to strangle somebody, and then call it so they're going to die. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, like, I'm invested in Rinna staying if she's going to show up, but I'm ready for people to say, like, I like is Kathy going to say, like, I've heard you can be terrible, too, according to your daughter when she went on a public Instagram Live. Like, take, like, all, if everything's on, if, if my relationship with my sibling and things that I shared with you that when we weren't filming are fair game, then sure, then, like, stuff that your, your daughter, who is a model, who has, I'm sure, a few a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and did a public Instagram about, like, you and your husband... That feels fair game to me then too, girl. But the problem is that Kathy can't do that because Kathy is incapable of this. Yeah, but Garcelle and Sutton can. Which is why Garcelle should have been there. Someone should have been there. It's weird to me that... Of course, it wouldn't have happened. Otherwise, it would have been just like a party and event. Right, because then it would have just been like a, a conversation and like Garcelle and then like Rena would have been like, why are you here? I think Den- I think producers wanted a little bit of a Denise 2.0 of that kind of scene, which got a lot of like, ooh, this is giving soap opera, you know, which was a different and kind of in- definitely also interesting vibe between the two of them, like giving looks of like, I want to fucking kill you right now. I'm going to do that with smize. Like... They, they were trying to sort of replicate that, but it's not necessarily working out. And the problem is that, like, Kyle is going to internalize at a certain point because I think she is shitting her pants a little bit about how this is going to affect her relationship with Kathy IRL, but then also wanting Kathy to feel bad. And Kathy is not capable of responding at a housewife level, level let alone Rinna's. She just doesn't have that kind of temperament. She just... If we're going to talk about the ways that people communicate on Watch What Happens, yeah, Kathy is not going – because she is a different personality type, she's just not going to do it. She's going to do it when the cameras aren't running. She knows not to do it when they are. Paris, train her. Paris, we know you're liking tweets that are shitting on your aunt, and we support that. Is there a way I, – I assume that Paris genuinely tried to do her best to prep Kathy for the reunion. 
Do you think that Kathy and I guess Rick Hilton care mm. enough about public reaction to her on a one season of a reality show that has a very fervent fan base, but is you know is still niche in mm. in the mainstream? Do you think they care enough to have her invested in like returning to try and clean up her image, or do they think that, like? They probably have an Olivia Pope on it, right? Like, what do you think they think? Well, if cease and desist are going out based on things that may not have happened when it comes to, like, remarks that we had had read that were allegedly said that nobody is talking about, which, mm-hmm. again, when it comes to conspiracies, the fact that Rinna, who's, like, desperado to shift the narrative, isn't referencing that, says something to me, which I think is a little bit weird. Um, Meaning that you think that they – that. NBC Universal had to take some things out in order for... Meaning that maybe Rinna is lying. And maybe uh, uh, the uh. people that were leaking stuff about what happened in Aspen, Rinna was willing to say explicitly, you can see the video on my Instagram, that her show's producer mm. was maybe behind the bot attack on Jax, but she's unwilling to be explicit about what we had heard in like tabloid content creator Well, or it was edited stuff. out, or she said, like this is what she no, said. No, I'm saying in real time on her Instagram, she's willing willing to say explosive conspiracy theories but she's unwilling seemingly to really directly reference what we initially heard which says to me that like I don't know Kathy Hilton sent those cease and desist and to me if that didn't happen and I have a cast member who's maybe leaking stories that that part didn't happen I would be leashing every fucking lawyer so when it comes to like is she coming back to clean up her image I don't know what image means is it image according to your cast members or image according to the greater Bravo audience or image according to media outlets like Mm -hmm. there are so many different levels of this Rinna seems to be using image according to content creators and the audience, which leads to press covering what she's saying. For Kathy, I think it is slightly different because LOL trust your source. So let's talk about leaking stories and the and, Please. and the red bubble. Have online. you ever li- leaked a story before? No, but I know you have. I have leaked a story before. It means that they did cover I it. tried to leak one once like to give a tip to like Us Weekly and they were I thanks. Was in college. They were like thanks, but no. Um, I think, oh, yeah? I think mine was about, like, Katie Holmes having dinner at American Girl. I mean, I, I know it was. I leaked a story once, but it wasn't anything. Where I just want to say for the record, there were other things happening <laughs> during my time in college that were being leaked to tabloids. But I was not responsible for any of that. That's literally that I'm just saying that to my... <laughs> Referring yourself. <laughs> just saying that out loud. But, yeah, I did leak a story about a movie that I was background on, and the producer was a piece of shit. Well, what do you think of the rumor that Rinna is demanding $2 million to return next season and people are saying that she leaked that herself so that way if she is not let – like if she does not come back, then she can say – I think it makes perfect sense, but like that she can say like they she asked for more money, she knew her worth, and they wouldn't, you know, give it to her. Yeah, I think she is acknowledging that she's not coming back and she's looking for a way to say that she wasn't fired. That it was like – Girl power, I know my worth and you're not going to give it to me because you've already told me that I'm not returning. So I'm going to say it's because you weren't offering me enough money because we're pretending that I'm LeBron James. She's not even the like deflated football. She is a really great housewife. I just just think that she got boring because she was willing, not willing to play ball with her own like people that she had been on the show with for too long. She's making the show bad. Like the ways that the women on Beverly Hills are fucking with an already weird 
weird season by their poor shitty behavior on social media that's like not fun or interesting or done. She's done stuff. Diana's like dating Garcelle and talking about and and saying that Garcelle said things that were inappropriate about her pregnancy loss makes me uncomfortable. It's... Uh, and it's also to me, it's neither here nor there. Yeah. So like, there's that, and it's and there's who else is on the fucking show? Erica Jane doing dumb shit. I mean, it is all sort of related to the Fox Force. The only person who doesn't participate in it is Dorit and Kyle from the Fox Force. So Andy, last um, someone called in or whatever, someone like a person, a producer asked Zoomed. a question via fan <laughs> to say, Dorit, do you think it's true that Diana didn't show up to the reunion in person because she had COVID? Oh my god, I need to watch this episode. And Dorit was like, Well, that's what you told us. And Andy was like, well, I mean, I'm just at the first one wants to know if like, you believe it. And she was like, uh, uh, like the, there was like never an answer because it was so weird. But it was like, why would they ask Dorit that question? And the, her response made me laugh because I was like, like, nobody cares about Diana. Like, they know that she is not coming back. And so there, she was like, ah, well, that's what you guys told us. And Andy was like, oh, I, that's OK. Yeah, it was very strange. Didn't Andy go on his radio show like the day after the reunion or shortly after and was like she was very, very sick? Yeah, he said that she was very sick. Like, so LOL his... for them. <laughs> like, I don't know why they would have <laughs> asked somebody there. that if like if that was what they, they were told. And they asked, I mean, like, oh, because I think he was like, well, what did I mean? What did she tell you? And Andrew was like, I don't know. Nothing. It honestly, you know what the thing is? It like doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because now we're in this new world, this new chapter called Let's Fuck with Kathy Hilton. And honestly, it doesn't matter why Diana wasn't there. She wasn't there. She's not going to be a part of the story moving forward, seemingly, obviously, unless Rome has truly burned to the ground, I hope which maybe they, it has. I hope they do bring up the way, Bye, the, the way that she gave money to, like, quote unquote, gave money to Erica's, um, the victims of Erica and Tom, whatever, alleged, alleged, alleged. That like she created her own. Like I don't want to get into it. I don't want to talk about it here. I just hope that they talk about it at the reunion. Like I hope she is called out for that. She definitely won't be. It was announced the day before the reunion filmed. What will be discussed in the reunion is how fantastic that is. That is the story. So weird. You think these women, we didn't, content creators didn't even deep dive into that until like a solid 24 hours after or within the same 24 hours, which would have been past that point. It's like there's an expectation here that sometimes these women are going to be inside baseball that they're just not. There's which just, is like, just not. Which is part of what makes them great television because they're not as savvy as we want them to be. But then other times they prove themselves to be very savvy. So you're like, why can't you do that? You know, I don't know. I want, I want everybody except for Kyle, Garcelle, Sutton to be on pay for like whatever it is just get paid per episode eric actually can come back full-time with no caveats but everybody else i want to like have to earn their diamond yeah why are but i don't know if it's like a sag thing or something it is weird that like the ways that contracts have allegedly or it's just a different universe or it's a production company thing or maybe it's a ratings thing but the ways that the women on beverly hills are seemingly compensated Versus other shows, have they ever done a pay per episode for BH? I don't think that they I have. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's my understanding is that that's how Friends are paid of paid, right? Like yeah, fr- maybe. If I don't care about Friends, but I think that like, isn't it the idea that you get paid per episode, and it's the idea is that like they will determine at some point while filming whether you get a diamond or not. Yeah. So that like maybe that's how. Remember, because like maybe Sutton didn't get paid like that because she, even though she was a friend her first season because. But she this, was filming like a housewife, but right. then and then the second the season, I'm assuming she came back as a friend of because she also wasn't allowed to show her kids that were under 18. 
But then she was so a part of the drama, she earned herself a diamond, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that it's, I think that the, the, like, the money is probably similar because it's in conjunction with the network, not. The, I hate this. I don't know. I hate it. We didn't talk at all about Atlanta. I so it was a. Good, dumb. I thought it was a good reunion. I it was I, dumb. I just think that, like, it feels like, whereas the BH with all of the, like, Kathy Kyle stuff and also with all of the women feeling like they're going to get fired. The stakes feel high, even if the first mm-hmm. half of the uh, season felt really bloated. And Atlanta, it just feels like – I do feel like they're like – it does feel like most of them like are real friends and have history. It just does feel like there's no stakes. Yeah, I don't – and when I say dumb, I mean like, like honestly sort of as a compliment. Like it was fine. It was good. The cast is great. It's like the, they look the, spectacular. I don't – the stuff about Marlo is doing a little bit of a rewrite on her behavior this season. Kenya, I mean oh, – just she is in my top five she is just so fucking good at this she's so good at this it makes me almost angry that like she's so good and I wish we had other housewives on other franchises who are as good as Kenya Moore is at this and as honest as Kenya Moore is at this I I just like she's she's just so good at she would bring up Rena's daughter's Instagram live she would say this is fucking bullshit what are you trying to get at Kenya Moore would seek and destroy in 30 seconds on Beverly Hills. These women would be quivering. They I would wish be that Rena was quiver. on that Ultimate Girls trip with um, Kenya because I would have loved to have seen. Although that wasn't the energy of that event. No, but it like, wasn't. I would love to see them interact because I feel like I want to see great housewives actually housewife together. Like I want to see Vanderpump, Bethany, Kenya, and mm. Rena have oh to like. Oh my God, I would die. Right, because like everyone I there is die. smart and savvy even if you don't like them. Mm. And I feel like, Yeah. I don't know. I guess you can't have everybody be that type of energy, but I do enjoy watching people be good at it. Unless it feels totally false, which sometimes I think it also does. Like, sometimes Kenya's a fucking drag. The bolo night, she was such a fucking loser. I was like, Kenya, get on board and have fun. But this season, she has got on board and had but fun. But it's because Portia's not there as part and of it. And she might be coming back. Yeah, and, like, I'm into Portia coming back because I do think the show is, like, missing mm. energy, but I don't know that I want to watch Portia and Kenya hate each other again. Yeah, I really like fun Kenya. Wouldn't it be fun to watch Portia and Kenya, like... We got that when they both came back and they had babies and they were bonding. Yeah, but, like, I don't want to watch them gang up on Drew together, like, or Marlo. I want to watch them, like, be mad at Candy for a change. It doesn't need to be the end of their friendship, but I want to watch real dynamics change. Oh, I would be very into watching Portia and Kenya team up to take on Marlo. Are you kidding me? I would love that for five seconds, but I don't want that for a season. I I want that for two episodes. I want want that for three to four episodes. I also want that like Potomac energy of like passing the ball, which I think that some of the other franchises can't do, which is like, for the first half of the season, these people are mad at each other, but then they make up, and then they actually make up, and they're like, we were doing a show, and we got over it, and now we're doing something else, and now we have different dynamics, whereas it's like, we have like three season-long fucking drags in some of these other cities where people like hate each other, and it's like, how much longer can we watch Portia and Kenya hate each other? What do you think of Sonya? I love her. I love her, right? I think she seems like there's a level of like candiness to her for me where, because she's like a gold medal Olympic olympian four time we don't even acknowledge bronze and her husband is like a former football player who was in the um super bowl like twice she doesn't need to be on the show the same way that i think like drew sador does i like actually like adore drew now i feel like she's gonna rise into her dorit um phase soon remember how dorit was such a tryhard and like still is but in a different way like now dorit has cachet in the group but when she joined she had the accent her looks like her and pk and their money were all questionable and she was sort of Lisa Vanderpump's um, 
proxy. Mm-hmm. Drew is like such a tryhard, but I feel like she's going to rise to an occasion where we're going to be like grateful for those years because she's going to be a great housewife one day. I yeah, l- I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I love Sanya. I think that like she doesn't seem like a tryhard. She doesn't need the show. She seems like an established person who's like re- actually real, and I love that. So I feel like she will be better at the show, hopefully, if she stays, which I think everyone's going to stay. I think they're just going to add more people. And Marlo? I mean, I think there's value to Marlo because she's been in the franchise and the world so long that like there is real relationships there and like real history, and I do think she has an interesting backstory. Um, I just think she was, like, doing the most, but also without her, nothing would have happened. So, like, I feel complicated about it because it's, like, she was, like, coming so hard for Candy in Kenya. But also, like, I liked watching Candy's, like, be activated and, like, have to go to bat with a housewife opposed to just kind of, like, riding it out. I mean, Candy is valuable to Atlanta because she has cachet, like, in a, in a field that's not housewives. Like, Kenya is an all-star housewife, but she's known for housewives. Mm. Candy has, like, a reputation outside of it, and also she's the only one who has real money there. So, like, she has – but I also don't want her to just cruise – could be in cruise control. Like, I want her to engage in fights. And so, like, I liked that Marlo went for her. It just felt, like, kind of relentless and um, unprovoked, like, the whole time. And mean. It was always mean. I mean, I don't mind a little mean. I don't need conflict. No, but it's it's not – that's not what – Marlo doesn't do a little mean. Marlo reinvents mean. It's just, like, all was relentless and felt totally unprovoked in every situation, which to me is, like, a messy housewife. Like, great, cause conflict. Great, come for people. Hold people accountable. But – there has to be a like a reason why, you know, and like you're you can't rewrite it, and it all can't be about your trauma because we all have trauma, and everybody's stuff isn't the same. But it's not an excuse to act like a total asshole at all times for everything. Yeah, and Marlo is smarter than Rinna, so there's that. I think Rinna is really smart, but I think she's also like a, a mega narcissist, so I think it's tricky, and I think that she's really spiraling. Because I think she is an a like an A list housewife, but I think she's really spiraling because she's fearful of her job, and I think that she's probably pissed losing it. Yeah, of losing her job. I think she knows that she like lost the goodwill of the audience, which I think she's probably okay with because she knows it ebbs and flows. But I don't think she doesn't know how to get power back, and I think that I don't know. Maybe she realized that the, to get power back was to break up her friendships, but I don't know. I just feel like the audience isn't going to be on her side. But maybe you'll come back and have another season. Do you think that she'll come back? I know we just talked I kind about of this feel kind of like maybe she will now that we're watching this play out because I thought it was weird that she was at the end of the sofa because she really didn't do anything all season. Mm-hmm. And I know that someone was saying it's like um, seniority is like maybe the way they did it because of the way that. What? Because it's like Erica and Kyle are, I mean, I'm sorry, Kyle and Rin are like the two longest standing housewives in Beverly Hills. And then it's like Erica after that and then Dorit. So like. I don't know. Very into them doing the tea of learning for the very first time on BH. Um, but yeah, I kind of do feel like she'll come back now but if if she's offered to and she accepts. I assume if she's asked to come back, she will, unless she really is going to hold out for $2 million, which feels dumb to me because like Nini and Bethany weren't making a million, I mean $2 million. It, there's no way. Like, I mean, a million dollars, I think that was like what Nini made and she was the highest paid at that time. And I think now Candy makes a little less than too. There is literally no way especially that Especially in this new era of Housewives, like nobody is seen as that valuable, especially Lisa Rinna. Like Kyle may be, Lisa Rinna is not. Right, but also the universe. Lisa Rinna isn't that valuable in the universe. So like for us to pretend that that's happening. She's it's just... wild. 
she's wild this episode was too i'm so thankful that you came to the cloth i'm so thankful that we did a little chit chat i know that you have thoughts on new york so i am gonna drag you into a patreon um not right now but soon enough so that we can oh my discuss god, new york. oh my god new york damien bellino tell the folks about you might know her from who's new wait who's okay f- words are fun it's n- premiere <laughs> you might know her from is my podcast i uh, a premiere happened this week i co-host with my comedy partner ann rodeman and we interview um actors and non-binary performers um who maybe don't like who have been like doing it for the longest time and maybe haven't always uh you know gotten enough shine and you know just like happenstance our premiere episode is with emmy winner charlie ruff so it's like so happy it's like such a like uh i don't know what harmonious premiere because mm. she did just get her due with her emmy for Ab- abbott elementary so you can listen to you might know her from wherever you're listening to this podcast and um, check it out we have lots of, like a back catalog of over 100 episodes with different actors amazing and guys if you love ag subscribe do all the stuff that you know um that patreon episode hour long deepest possible dive into all things richard sisters can be found at patreon.com slash andy's girls number one way to support the pod you get exclusive bonus episodes and so much more my instagram is at dame galley would very much appreciate the follow send me your satchels and your thoughts on all things Atlanta, BH, whatever else we've got cooking. We got Salt Lake City on the horizon, which is exciting. Potomac happening very soon. Also exciting. Can't wait. And you're coming back very soon because there is stuff that we didn't discuss that we need to discuss. And we're going to have some champs, maybe possibly. And um, I can't wait for it. And Damien, you know I died for you. And I'm so happy that we recorded in person. Thank you so much for schlepping because, like, wasn't it worth it? 100% worth it. <laughs> 100%. Guys, on that note, die for you. Let us know your thoughts and feels. Happy fall, allegedly, whatever. Oh, happy American Woman Day. Business Woman Day. American which, Woman American created by Kyle <laughs> Emily Richards. <laughs> Shout out to all of my favorite um, business women in these here United States. And we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye.